Do you find yourself wishing you had more energy, healthier habits, or fun family activities? At the YMCA, you can find your passion, find family fun, and find your happy place, all while supporting your community. Join the Y in March with a $0 enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more and to find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. People are stupid. Live to tape. Welcome to Millennial Season 4, Episode 48, our season finale. I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. And I'm Pamela. And we're on camera this week. <laughs> cam girls. Oh my. We decided our, we're going to be cam girls for a living. This whole podcasting needs a thing. side hustle. Right? This podcasting yeah. thing isn't working out, so. I hear you can just eat in front of cameras these days and people <laughs> will pay you. That sounds like the best job ever. <laughs> Don't get me excited. I, you're going to flash your titties, it sounds like. <laughs> Depends on how much consumption happens. We'll see. Even Hillary's here. <laughs> Hillary is in the background. Last year's Secret Santa gift. Oh, what a beautiful full circle moment. I know. I, I wanted to do that throwback. I'm real disappointed you're not wearing the uh, Farm Girls Have Great Calves shirt from two years ago. I was hopeful. <laughs> well, I think I said earlier this year that I threw it out. <laughs> That was the best Secret Santa gift ever. It was. And in hindsight, I'll have to go digging for it. Maybe I do still have it, but I don't have it in my dresser of clothes that I regularly wear. So You know what? From now on, when I get you for Secret Santa in the future, I'm just going to continually send you that same <laughs> shirt every time. It's like it got conveniently lost in the move. <laughs> <laughs> I moved out of LA just to get away from that shirt. That's how much I hated it. (laughs) Laura, I see you're drinking. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a Blue Moon. Nice. Belgian white. I am going to drink a Truly. What is that? What? These are flavored alcoholic seltzer waters. Oh, okay, good. You haven't heard of these? No, I think I need them in my life, though. Oh, you would die. I've got like a variety pack. I thought you were about to say it's seltzer water. I was going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm drinking a LaCroix, non-alcoholic. No, so- I think about this every time, I, you know, about how I could just have my vodka sodas, but integrate LaCroix in there. So this, this cuts out the work. That's what I do. I've, I've been doing that this year. I do gin and then a flavored seltzer water. Ooh, that must be nice. It's really nice. And I, it's, it, you don't feel guilty at all. These have like... 100 calories in it. Not bad for an alcoholic drink. That's but pretty good. Yeah. So, um, Pam, are you having an alcoholic beverage or a non-alcoholic beverage? Well, I was having coffee, but I did get this super fancy coffee liqueur uh, as part of a Christmas present this year. I think it's from a farmer's market. So maybe I'll put some of that in there and join you guys. That's a fancy looking bottle, too. I know. <laughs> it smells really good. So we are going to do our secret Santa exchange. We're obviously in the holiday spirit here. I'm wearing some uh, Christmas lights and I got Santa and a snowman behind me. But I just wanted to note, a couple of people are going to be having shitty holidays. Hopefully we have good ones, but a couple of people having shitty holidays. First of all, uh, Mick Mulvaney is going to be the new White House chief of staff. He's replacing John Kelly, who on the flip side is probably going to have a great holiday because now he doesn't need to work for Donald Trump. You know who else is having a great holiday is Chris Christie because he gave Trump the giant fuck you. (laughs) He was also asked to be chief of staff and declined it. Um, I think it took him two years too long to finally stand up and bitch slap that fat orange baby down. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, do you think he was playing the long game? (laughs) (laughs) I just, I mean, I don't, there, there have been a lot of media reports over the past year about how John Kelly and Donald Trump have been at odds with one another. And I don't know how anyone could look at that position knowing what has happened between Trump and John Kelly and think, I'm not going to be Donald Trump's chief of staff. It sounds like it's awful to work for John Kelly. And he's fought for us overseas. And he can't deal with Trump? Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) 
Nah. Also having a shitty holiday is uh, Leslie Moonves. He is the former head of CBS, and uh, he was taking advantage of women at CBS. He was offering them job opportunities in exchange for sex. Another big report about that came out in the New York Times a couple of weeks ago. CBS, following an investigation, has now determined uh, that they fired him for cause. So now he is not getting his $120 million severance pay. Julie Chen Moonves, I think, is now going to be hosting Big Brother until she's dead <laughs> to make up for that $120 million. Is she yeah. really? I just assumed she was going to walk from everything because she walked from, what was it, the talk? She walked from the talk, but she's still doing Big Brother. Interesting. And there's this hilarious thing. Pat's a Big Brother fan, so I like prodding him about this. <laughs> At the end of the last season, she started adding Moonves to her yes. name in the sign-off. <laughs> I'm Julie Chen Moonves. I'm proud of the guy I'm with. What the fuck is that? The first night she did that, I was like, damn, that was ballsy. Because we watched that in my house, too. And I was, yeah. I was shook to the core. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, he took advantage of women. And then promise them gigs on CBS shows. And you want to associate associate yourself with him? Stay married for your own reasons. Okay. But then to go out on national television and I remind know. people that you're married to him. Um, no thanks. I feel like there's a lot of women in Hollywood, though, that are with people that have been accused. And they kind of just have to reap what they sow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but it, it must be, you know, a personal thing that makes them feel that way. But. We wanted to also kick off today's show with a couple of announcements concerning our Patreon. We are streaming on Patreon now, and thank you to the 26 people who are joining us live and watching us make fools of ourselves instead of just listening to us make fools of ourselves like you normally do. Laura, what are some of the new benefits we are going to be bringing people in 2019? Well, we actually have one new benefit that's a little bit of a surprise for our 5 and $10 patrons that is actually available right now. Right now. In December, yeah, in December of 2018. So as of today, we have officially integrated Patreon with Discord, which for anyone who isn't aware, it's a uh, voice and chat server that allows you to create a private room only for people that you want to be together and chat. Um, so what we've done is we've done this for our five and $10 patrons. It's super easy to get involved. You'll have a little button that says view discord in your Patreon dashboard. From there, if you already have an account, you can go ahead and sign in. It'll put you right in our general chat room. Uh, if you don't, you can go ahead and make one takes less than five minutes and you'll also be added to our chat room. We've got rooms about sex and relationships, news and politics. We've even got a millennial live streaming room, which we're going to be using in 2019 to let our 5 and $10 patrons sound off live during the show. One of the reasons we wanted to do this was because we've gotten a lot of feedback from people about how the Patreon comment system is not the most user-friendly interface. This is going to allow you to keep in touch with us in real time. Also, the hosts are going to be in and out of these rooms interacting with you. So this is an exclusive place where you can interact with each other, with the hosts, and make story suggestions. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I've already been in it today chatting with uh, one lucky patron named Molly who actually discovered it early (laughs) 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 and got into the room. So thank you, Molly, for showing that it actually works. (laughs) Um, You made my testing a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Um, I'm excited for this because it means I'm going to be able to use Facebook less. We've had this millennial group on Facebook. And of course, it's been a great community. But we here on the show, and I'm sure many of you have had issues with Facebook in terms of how they handle our data. So I think I'll probably seriously be using Facebook less. And I'm about to go on a social media break as I do every holiday I think I'm going to hang around in the Discord group still. That'll probably be the only place I'm communicating with people online over my holiday break because I want to help launch this Discord. And I'm going to be really bored over my break because I'm going to be doing nothing, (laughs) which is the goal. So I plan on being in it a lot. So that feature and several others will be a part of the Patreon in 2019. We're also going to be making some changes to this show. Um 
I'll tell people right now that we are going to be having Pat and Mark on uh, once a month each. They are both up to this assignment, <laughs> and uh, we've had a lot of fun with them earlier this year, and now we want to have them on more. So it's it's changes like that, and we'll be making some other additions um, to, to freshen up the show in 2019, as we do every year. You know, with any podcast that has seasons, p- they like to change things up. That's right. Just like your glasses. Yes. My glasses? <laughs> Oh. It's a throwback to hashing it out. Anyway, for those it. who are watching on video right now, this is just a little preview of what Discord looks like in the chat room. So that's the room that you can be in. Um, $10 patrons have the ability to send text to voice messages to the room if they want to. Text to voice? What does that mean? It basically records your, or excuse me, voice to text. Oh. Be. <laughs> I'm already drunk. I was going to say, drunk. is Discord going to talk for me? <laughs> No. Um, so if you want everyone to hear your lovely, lovely voices, that's another place for you to do that. Slow down on the beer, Laura. Jeez. It's, I'm like <laughs> a third of the way in. I don't know what's happening. So thank you to our patrons. So without further ado, let's do our annual Secret Santa exchange. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I guess I can. Okay. All right. So mine is a rather largish box let's hope that it can join whatever is uh that that whatever's in there can join hillary can join hillary since she was last (laughs) hillary needs a friend (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine if it was an rbg cutout or something (laughs) that would be fucking amazing (laughs) oh it's it's a pill hang on oh my god (laughs) is this a pillow hold it up it's it's a red panda like pillow I think. Okay. Oh no. Oh. No. No, it says unisex. I don't think unisex <laughs> pillow. <laughs> Pillows are unisex. I think this is. <laughs> well, you know, I in think this, this day and age. Clothing. Oh my god! Whoever did this. <laughs> it's a onesie, you guys. <laughs> it's a red panda onesie. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my god. This is from <laughs> this is from when we were making the joke that I was going to have to have like red panda sexy times with Mark, isn't it? Well, we did learn earlier this year that <laughs> you and Mark are obsessed with red pandas, so. Yes. Oh my god, this looks cozy as fuck, too. It's like and the red panda's the hood. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Look at him. Well, we're going to need a pic of you or Mark in that at some point. <laughs> uh, this is mine. <laughs> Here's what I'll do. I'll uh, I'll take a uh, scandalous red panda picture later. Oh, on, on the Patreon. It's going to be real sexy. I'm going to be covered from head to toe. In red panda. <laughs> Discord exclusive. We get kicked off of Discord. <laughs> sexual content. Actually, I made our Discord settings specifically set not to uh, monitor for explicit content. Oh, good. We're so better don't than abuse it, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to start sharing porn on Discord that, to oh replace Tumblr. <laughs> Andrew's like, how would you rate this dick? <laughs> Pat replies, why are you posting a pic of my dick? <laughs> so much more fun on video. I feel like we're actually together. We should be on video That's all the true. time. <laughs> all right. Uh, Pam, do you want to go next? Sure. Okay. So I have to... I also have a large-ish item, but it's in a bag. I see that Amazon okay. smile. This is another yeah, Amazon Christmas. I thought I was going to have to pull the scissors out, but this was a lot easier to open. What is this? Oh, my God. This is perfect. I don't know who bought this for me, but <laughs> I almost bought one of these the other day because my coffee maker broke. What, and, is, what is it? Oh, for- shit. It's a mocha pot. A mocha pot? Yeah. I haven't heard it of It makes, such a like, thing. really strong coffee. You can make it to make... You can use it to make, like, Cuban coffees or espresso, and you just put it on your stovetop. And let it do its thing. Nice. Yes, I'm so excited to use that. Get brewing. Yeah. All right. So mine's been stressing me out because it says fragile and perishable. So I'm like, what (laughs) can break and also might disintegrate? (laughs) Andrew, what if it's just 
a box of a thousand live ladybugs and you just open it and they just swarm you know your what? Face. That would be more magical than confetti. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I would scream and run. Today's, today's recording would be canceled. Um, oh, I need to step away from the mic because it's taped good. These ladybugs are sealed real tight. Better ladybugs than like spiders. Oh, True. God, yeah. Oh my God. If it was spiders, that would be worse because they'd scuttle out. Ugh. We'll just uh, fill the airspace here while we anyway, wait for Andrew to Laura, open this box. What's going on in uh, Georgia? <laughs> um, well, I'm turning 30 in a couple of days. That's like my main thing. And how are you feeling about being 30, flirty, and thriving? I'm. You know what? I love that movie. Um, so good. I know. <laughs> um, I. I'm fine. With it, honestly, I feel like everyone else in my life is making a big deal about it. Mm, mm-hmm. like, even my parents were like, oh, 30, like, that's a big one. And I was like, yeah. is it? Like, I don't know. I don't feel any different. Yeah. You know, when I was I a kid. Like you do have your shit more together than a lot of people that are turning 30, though. So that probably helps a lot. Maybe. I mean, outwardly, I have my shit together. Yes. Inwardly, I'm a mess. But yes. nobody needs to know that. That's right. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clearly, I'm drunk off of like just a like quarter girl time with Laura and Pam. <laughs> yeah, quarter of a truly. All right. Well, first of all, we got cookies. Now I see what's perishable. Ooh, Fantastic. What kind of cookies? Um, looks like maybe chocolate chip and maybe something else. No, chocolate. Well, yes, chocolate chip and something else. Oh my God! There's ladybugs cooked into them. <laughs> <laughs> and one more thing. Oh God. Oh God. It's framed. Something framed. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so Could be scared. anything. I'm so what if scared. It's actually a picture of a dick. <laughs> I'm afraid to turn it around and find out what it is. <laughs> the day we met. Oh my God. <laughs> what? I love whoever did this. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I can't. I can't. We broke I can't. The show's Andrew. over. I'm not gonna be able to continue. <laughs> so it's it's like an astrological map. <clears throat> oh, I've seen those. But so it says the day we met, <laughs> and it says <laughs> Pal City of Books, Portland. It's the day I met Chris Frickstein. <laughs> <laughs> I am dead. I am dead. Oh my god! I honestly don't know which of you it was. I'm gonna yeah, I don't know camera. for mine either. Tears are streaming down my face. <laughs> this is my favorite. My like one of my favorite things about you, Andrew, from over the years is that when you get overwhelmed, you start laughing and crying at the same time. I really and can't process this right now it's magical i love it <laughs> that's really nice though <laughs> all right well I'll, <laughs> I'll i'll guess so how we're gonna do this is each of us is going to guess but don't say if the guess was right or not i'll guess pam laura who is your guess for your gift <sighs> fuck i don't know because I don't even have the excuse of saying like, oh, Pam wasn't on the show at the point where the Red Panda stuff happened. You were both on the mm-hmm. show at that point that, that happened. So it literally could have been either one of you. I'm also going to guess Pam. <laughs> just, Pam. Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> and Pam, who got well, you I, yours? I can't guess Pam. So, <laughs> um, Okay. This is hard because it's like a coffee maker i feel like everybody knows that i'm obsessed with coffee but i know that andrew knows that my obsession runs very deep so i'm gonna guess andrew um no (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm eating a cookie now (laughs) no my um i laura i had you oh god i should have you know (laughs) I was going to guess you for a second, but then I was like, it's never who you think it is, you know? Mm-hmm. It's never the ones you suspect when it comes to red panda costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I want sexy pics of you in oh, that you're, costume. You're going to get them. <laughs> you're getting them tonight. So All right. So, show's over, baby. So who... 
Um, Laura, who who do you have? I got Pam the mocha. I love it. I'm glad. I'm glad because I was like, I don't know if she already has one of these because I know she loves coffee, but I don't. (laughs) I guess like you could always have a backup just in case one. Yes. I don't know. It's and because I, I can never justify buying one for myself because I have like three other ways to make coffee, but I've always wanted one. So this well, is Well now you have four. This is perfect. Exactly. <laughs> and it'll never break. That is yeah. true. Yes. So Pam, you had me. That I had see, you. Pam, that was fantastic. Seriously. Like Thank wow. You. Wow. Thank you. I'm gonna marry you after that. That was so oh, smart. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Buy me dinner first. <laughs> Did you make these cookies? I did. Me and my grandma did. I just had a chocolate chip one. It was very good. Good. What's and the other one? Yeah, what oh, is the other actually, cookie? fittingly, they're wedding cookies. Oh, <laughs> I love those. What does that mean? What is a wedding cookie? It's like a very buttery, sugary, um, nutty cookie. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. I will try a couple more after uh, this podcast. Yes. <laughs> so one last thing on the Bruce thing. I, of course, have a photo of me and Bruce hanging on the wall. This is going right next uh, to that photo I'm of me so and Bruce. I'm so relieved. Yes. Yeah. I wake up to it every morning. I'll wake up to this every morning now as well. So thank I'm you. I'm so glad you love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Another successful gift exchange. I uh, exchange gift with gifts with pat over the weekend it's so stressful like even picking out that red panda thing because you just you want to make sure you get somebody a good gift and you worry if it's the right if it's something that they're gonna like if it's the right fit mm-hmm. if it's something they don't already have i was like does laura already have one of these i don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> you never know it's always good to have backup that's right. If one gets dirty, she can rotate in the clean one. Man, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. And it's going to get dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Have, are you two finished with your holiday shopping? Are you still no. working on it? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm done. I have one more thing coming from Amazon tomorrow. And then that's it. Nice. Yeah. Is that a relief? Or are you feeling stressed? Oh, my gosh. I think it's so funny because I. it's like... With family, you should be like, well, you get what you get. And if you don't like it, then screw you, you know, because they can't really disown you family. <laughs> but I always worry about whether or not I got everybody the right thing or if it's enough. Yeah. Just so silly, you know, like holidays should just be about the thought. But right. it's the idea that runs through my mind every year. But whatever. It's done. So that's good. Before we move on, we just have a quick word from one of our sponsors, BioClarity. I've always had trouble finding skincare routines that were effective enough to get rid of blackheads, but gentle enough not to leave my face super agitated. BioClarity is a clean green skincare line that helps me get naturally glowing skin that's 100% vegan and cruelty-free. What I love about BioClarity is if I fall off the wagon during the holidays, as I probably will this year, it's not a big deal because I can get back on the wagon and see the results come back fast. Um, that's because BioClarity contains Floralux, which is made from chlorophyll. Um, y'all know my favorite color is green, and I also love uh, a lot of other green things. But BioClarity is different because it relaxes my skin by depositing so many botanical ingredients and leaving it soft and glowing. That's because it has Floralux, which has antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties that feed your skin from the outside in. The Essentials Routine for normal or dry skin is perfect for the fall and winter. It's just three easy steps, cleanse, restore, and hydrate. This routine contains hydrating plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice, root, argan, olive, and shea, plus Floralux. Um, This routine is super hydrating but lightweight and helps minimize redness, reduce pore size, and even out your skin tone. BioClarity is delivered straight to you and is an easy-to-use three-step skincare routine that's 100% vegan plus gluten and cruelty-free. You can get started with healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to BioClarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for 50% off. A routine plus shipping is free. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code MIL. That's BioClarity.com and enter our code MIL couple comments from people who are listening live kim says don't worry laura i just turned 30 on saturday and i don't feel any different for now lol yeah exactly happy birthday and jy agrees with you didn't 
didn't turn very, didn't feel very different. No. I just ate one of those wedding cookies. I approve of those cookies as well, Pam. Yay. (laughs) Now I'll save the rest for our wedding. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Toss them in the freezer. Let's see if they keep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What are you two doing over break? Are you uh, doing anything fun? Podcast break, hopefully work break. Mm. I kind of want to take a spontaneous trip. I think I might go up to Portland and visit my brother. Not sure yet, though. Mm. Would you drive there or fly there? No, I'd fly. How long would the drive be? Like a good 12 hours, right? Um, Probably probably closer to like, yeah, 8 to 10. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it snows on the drive, and I don't really want to drive in the snow. So. Right, right. Yeah. What are you doing, Laura? Um, To be honest... I don't have anything planned except to just fucking veg out. Um, (laughs) I'm literally off work from my birthday through January 1st. So I've got a couple of weeks that I just don't have to do anything. I do have one project I'm going to do during that time. Um, I'm actually going to be foaming my office uh, just to make it a better podcasting environment. So it's got better soundproofing and things like wow. that. So, so I'll be coming. Serious. I know. I'll be coming back That's to really the show. Cool. Be coming back to the show in the new year with uh, hopefully a completed office. The other reason I'm doing that is because Mark is moving in next year and <gasps> he has aspirations to uh, stream. And I want to make sure that it's set up for both of us to <sighs> so pursue cute. our various endeavors. So, yeah. Well, that's some news. Why didn't we lead the show with that? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I guess because we've been planning on it for a while now, so it's not really news to me. All right, I need to talk to you too, though. Have you ever <laughs> lived with? Have you ever lived with with a significant other? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that makes it a little it, better. It was not a positive experience, but I will say, uh, to Mark's credit. It already feels like we live together because we're together more often than we're not. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but once he's there, he's there. Still getting rid of him after that. It's true, you know, and that's the good thing about having a partnership that is based on mutual respect and admiration for one another because we for sure piece each other off sometimes. Like, there's no getting around that. But at the end of the day, you're like, fuck, you make me mad, but I still love you. Right go away <laughs> can you in in while you're upgrading your office can you mm-hmm. install a lock from the outside so you can lock him into the padded room whenever you're mad at him so actually there already <laughs> is one <laughs> really <laughs> from the outside you can lock it yeah i the the old owner was weird dude what like, the fuck yeah it's if anybody ever broke in and i needed to go hide in a room i couldn't lock myself in that's I mean, crazy. I could, but I'd have to like remember to take the key out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a non creepy reason to do that. Maybe if you had kids, this is still creepy so far. But you have mm-hmm. kids and you don't want them to lock themselves in accidentally, so you just flip the knob. No, nah, the girl that I bought this place from was like a little weird. So, uh, hmm. I think I think she might have had some shit going on. Invite over some Tinder hookups and then lock them in the room. Maybe. She was engaged, so maybe that's how she met him. This is like the Craigslist killer part two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, next time I'm down there, maybe I'll um, flip that around for you so it's not so creepy. Oh, thanks, Andrew. Yeah. I appreciate next, that. Next year. I, I kind of like it, though. It gives my place some character. You know, it's like it's like okay. slightly creepy. Sure. <laughs> but what if a guest stays over and they want to lock the door from the inside? <laughs> I mean, you can lock it from the inside. I can't promise what's going to happen on the outside. <laughs> I see. I see. I'm going to be um so I'm going to be going home. It's my first time visiting my parents' new home. They moved late summer also my first time seeing my nephew nephew since he was born which was was in april so i kind of feel bad that i haven't seen him (laughs) for any of his life other than when he was born (laughs) so it'll be good to spend some quality time with him but the problem is now with my parents a smaller house is that it's only a two-bedroom and i'll be sharing a bedroom with my brother 
And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have no privacy for the whole time I'm there. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. beat off or anything. Can't beat off or anything else. <laughs> I don't know what else there would be to do in private. I but... mean, I mean, I guess you can. You just have to do it very quietly. Oh, God, I'm not going to beat <laughs> off in the same room <laughs> my brother's in. Well, I go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I'm just, yeah. Yes, good idea, but no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the layout of the house. What if the bathroom's right next to mm. my parents' room? That's weird. Ugh. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how long I can stand this for because this is, I've always had a bedroom, my own bedroom at my parents' house for as long as I've been alive. So it's it's going to be kind of surreal. But I'm also taking a break from Hypable and we're going to be off with the podcast. So it's my annual break from everything. It's the one time a year that I take a good and proper break. So... I'm excited to do that. And, you know, something important during the holidays is chilling out. And we asked over on Patreon to our Facebook official level patrons, how will you CTFO over the holiday? How will you chill the fuck out? Kim said, I live far away from my family, so we always use this time to come together again. We always wind up drinking a lot. Usually invokes a lot of visits to wineries and breweries, which to me is a perfect way to end the year and celebrate not having to work. I agree. Me and my family always get drunk on Christmas. Usually starts on Christmas Eve in the afternoon. We just start and then it goes all day through Christmas Day. Yeah, it sounds pretty similar to my family. Yeah. Amy says, well, this may sound like a negative at first, but I'm having a minor surgery the day after Christmas. It's not ideal, but I'm excited to have my problem fixed. Also, I've been so overworked and stressed out lately that I'm really grateful for the excuse to not do much of anything while I'm recovering. True. Hope your surgery goes well. Yeah, speedy recovery. Jared says, fill a one liter growler, drink from a fat ass tankard glass, play games with dear friends. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals and a happy new year. Oh, my God. That sounds perfect. Yeah, that's the way to do it. (laughs) I want to come hang out with Jared's family for Christmas. Shit. Do your families like board games? Yeah. Hmm. We don't do board games because my grandparents, like, they obviously they speak English, but I feel like a lot of the funnier ones are they kind of go over their heads because the humor is very, you know. Yeah. American, double and con, stuff like that. So. Right. Ning says Hogwarts Battle. I think that's a card game or something. Super Smash Brothers and lots of alcohol. Shania says I'm setting boundaries and expectations this year so we can balance time between my partner and I and both our families. I also decorated early so I can enjoy the lights. Also been zenning out with holiday smells. (laughs) Me too. I have a holiday candle burning right now and it smells so good. Zach just said clonopin. And I had to look this up. Oh, it, clonopin. Clonopin. It treats yeah. seizures, panic disorder, and anxiety. I think he's taking mm-hmm. it for that last one. Uh, Kelsey says, I'm going to be catching up on some shows I've missed and read some of the books I've been putting off all year. I'm one of the lucky ones who gets nearly a month off. So I'll be m- in maximum chill mode, and I'm sure it'll go by too quickly. Jealous. I don't know what I would do with a month off. I think I'd go crazy. Yeah. Let's do some the traveling. Nice thing- the nice thing about getting that long off is that by the time you're done with it, you are actually ready to go back to school or work or whatever obligations you have. Whereas when you only get two weeks, you're like, oh, I just got enough to like to the point where I was starting to enjoy it. And now I have to go back. So I would kill for a month. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. And finally, Angela says, celebrating a friend's birthday in Caraco over the New Year's. Tickets are expensive AF, but I'm I'm excited about drinking on the beach a lot. So I think a common thread is drinking. I mean, what else would you do? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to play <laughs> video games, maybe read. I thought we would do, it a, do a one more edition of The Number. And this is holiday binge edition. So like a couple of the patrons said, probably going to be watching some TV over... The Holiday, if you have some time to kill. And FX Networks released their annual analysis of the estimated number of scripted original series on television. They've been doing this since 2011. They've been calculating how many original scripted series are on TV because it's just been going up and up and up. And they coined a term for this, peak TV. 
There's more shows than ever and more networks than ever. So, the number of scripted series on TV this year were how many? And this was a new record. This is like new and returning shows, right? Yes. Across broadcast, pay cable, basic cable, Mm -hmm. and online. Okay, so we're in, we're factoring in like Hulu, Netflix. Yes. Mm. Okay. Okay. Oof. I'm gonna say three hundred. I'm gonna say two hundred and thirty-three. Pam it wins just because she's closer, but you're both ah. way off. It's four hundred ninety-five. Wow. Twenty eighteen original scripted TV That's shows. Amazing. Yes. It's too much. And and Pam, you'll you'll be able to speak to this. <laughs> Online media writers, those of us who cover entertainment, it's like, yeah. what the fuck shows do I cover? There's so many. It's it's really hard and it's hard to quit things and um and so I I yeah. It's especially with um there's been a resurgence in sci fi too, and that's even harder to get into because you have to learn all of the names and remember how to spell things. Like I'm covering Outlander this year on Hypeable, and I know all of the characters and I know all of the places, but it's a lot of them are Scottish, so I don't might not know how to spell a certain name or a certain location. So it's a lot of juggling yeah. for that for sure. And same with like Game of Thrones, something like that. Yeah. And for the first time ever, there were more scripted series on streaming than on broadcast. So there are now more original shows on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, etc. than on traditional television, which is pretty crazy. Um, there are 160 streaming shows, 146 on um, uh, broadcast television. So that's the first time. And I think that's just going to keep going up and up and up because now Disney has a bunch of shows in the works. Apple has a bunch of shows in the works. And these numbers are not counting those. These are just shows that are currently airing. It's very interesting to see it all evolve, I think. This is why I always feel so behind. Yeah, I know. I'm never going to catch up. Well, and it's why like people tell me to watch a show, and I'm like, fuck you, no. There's so many shows. Why do I have to listen to your suggestion? <laughs> or it's like, I'm going to catch up on this. No, I think I'm going to watch Gilmore Girls for the 300th time. Let's right. do that. Sometimes it's yeah. just easier to watch a show again. Because it's familiar. Yeah. Or like, I'm going to binge nailed it because there's no ramifications there. I was just going to say Gilmore Girls brings me comfort. So I would watch it again, too. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys watch anything on traditional TV nowadays? No. Like when it's airing or things that are produced by traditional networks? Let's say when it's airing. No. I don't think I do either. I will, Mm -hmm. at night, I will turn on CNN sometimes and MSNBC. I will turn on CNBC because I've gotten into Shark Tank and The Profit and Deal or No Deal. They've got a new season of (laughs) Deal or No Deal. I love that show. Yeah. But yeah, that's that mostly I'm just loading up Netflix. Yeah, I'm the same way. Also, because many of Netflix's original series are really, really good, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I've got all this great content here that I pay eight bucks a month to have access to. Why am I going to go out of my way to try and like stream anything else, you know, or pay for fucking cable? And I yeah. hate to say this, but I feel like the instant gratification that Netflix, for example, gives you when they put out a whole season kind of makes everybody a little bit impatient for traditional shows that air, you know, weekly on television to get to the point or to, you know, lay out their season arc, uh, which is too bad. But I do find myself, even if I'm conscious of it, not being able to pay attention when I know that I have to wait another week or two weeks to really find out how something ends or how it wraps up or how it's going to go on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Any particular shows you guys are going to watch over the holidays? Well, I have one, but I want to hold on to it because it's my recommendation. Okay. For the end mm. of the show. I'm going to binge Mrs. Maisel season two. Okay. Yeah. I've heard such good things about it's, that. It's really good. I, I'm a couple episodes into season two and it is, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the second season. Yeah. I don't know if I spoke about this on Millennial yet, but Shit's Creek really I've funny. I've heard so much about that. 
Oh, it's so good. And that that's a great like light television show. You don't have to focus on hard. It's it's kind of good background television, but also you want to focus because it is fucking funny. Um and that's a show, speaking of peak TV, that uh shoots and originally airs on CBC in Canada, but then here in America it airs on Pop TV. I had not heard of Pop TV prior to Shit's Creek. So when people told me it's airing on Pop TV, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to go start paying attention to another random ass network that I've never heard of before. But, excuse me. But it is, uh, the first four seasons are currently on Netflix and season five is just about to start airing. So you can easily catch up thanks to Netflix. So check it out, ladies. You're going to like it. No, fuck you. I have enough TV to watch. I was going to say, I'll put it on my queue. <laughs> Complete <Ouch>. opposite. <laughs> Damn, I walked right into that one. Yeah. We have a new sponsor this week, Warby Parker. Warby Parker has... They've become synonymous with eyewear. Everyone loves them because they're a cool company with great glasses. Whether you're looking for sunglasses or prescription glasses. Over the weekend, I actually went to a Warby Parker store with Pat because he needed to spend his... Uh, the money in his flex spending account to buy a new pair of glasses. And it, it was a great experience. They have friendly staff. They've got a cool store. And he found a pair of glasses he loved and got them ordered quickly and easily. We were in and out in maybe 20 minutes. But if you can't get to a store, they have a program I got to try recently. It's their free home try-on program. You get to order five pairs of glasses from their website. And they come directly to your home. And you get to keep them for five days. So you can try them out at your leisure. There's no obligation to buy. It's free shipping both ways as well. I loved getting five options that I was curious about. I took them into the bathroom. I struck some poses in the mirror. And thanks to actually thanks to actually getting all five options delivered to me, I got to pick the pair that I knew were perfect for me. This is such a great idea because when we're looking at glasses online or clothing online, we're sweating whether or not we're actually going to look good in it. Warby Parker solves that problem by actually getting them to you before you commit to any pair. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. They include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. And for every pair you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need. So you're doing some good as well when you shop with Warby Parker. And if you have an iPhone 10 or newer, you can download the Warby Parker app where you can use their brand new feature, Find Your Fit. Find Your Fit uses the iPhone X's true depth camera to map and measure key facial features. Using these measurements, Find Your Fit recommends approximately 12 Warby Parker frames that are likely the best fit for your face. The process is seamless and it takes only a few seconds. It's it's so cool what, what they've created for your phone. Like I said, Warby Parker, synonymous with eyewear. Try their free home try-on kit to find your perfect pair and be the coolest kid on the block. I know I am now with my new sunglasses. Check them out, ladies. Huh? Oh. Yeah. I think there's a song about you. What? You know, like, I wear my sunglasses at night. You don't know that? I've never heard of that song, (laughs) Laura. (laughs) I don't know that song either. (laughs) Well, fine. I got my perfect pair thanks to that home try-on kit. I was I was confident in the glasses I was ordering. Visit warbyparker.com slash M-I-L-L to get your free home try-on program. Again, warbyparker.com slash M-I-L-L. Thank you, Warby. And thanks for being such a damn cool company. I love your store. I love your website. I love your try-on program. You just rock. Thanks for actually having it together. Unlike other places. That at-home try-on thing sounds like it kind of came in clutch for you. Yeah, when you get to try it on, you actually feel confident in what you're buying. So, Laura, we're going to get to some news, but can you tell us what's coming up in After Dark today? Yeah, so in today's episode of After Dark, we are going to be reflecting on 2018, talking about some of the best and worst things to come out of 2018, and uh, also offer our predictions for what we think might be coming in 2019. And what we're doing for ourselves in the new year. Yeah. little inspiration. I have some plans. (laughs) So that'll be over on Patreon, patreon.com slash millennial. Yes. All right. So shit's about to get real, guys. I'm sorry. We're going to get to the important but depressing uh, shit first um, so that we can go ahead and just go back to having fun. 
So this week, Andrew Wheeler, who is Trump's head of environmental, uh, or is Trump's head of the Environmental Protection Agency or the EPA, announced a new proposal to undo huge parts of the Clean Water Act. Um, the new rule would redefine what type of water is protected to exclude streams and wetlands. And this is from BBC. We can include the story in the show notes for anyone who's interested in the source. Um, This is happening because streams and wetlands tend to be the bodies of water nearest to farmland. And the agriculture industry has been lobbying since 2015 for this rule to change so that farmers can use pesticides without worrying about violating the Clean Water Act by polluting nearby streams with their shitty fucking chemicals. So now if this rule goes into effect, they will finally get what they want. Now, this is a problem because literally one in three Americans get their drinking water from streams and wetlands. That's 117 million Americans if you're looking for a nice round number to slap on that. Um, So think of your two best friends and imagine now that one of you will soon be drinking water full of pesticides and pollution because of this rule change. Um, this is not a small shift in policy, which is why we're covering it here. Um, to kind of drive this home for people in the Carolinas, the EPA estimates that about 70% of all water will lose its clean water status protections under this new rule. Um, so this week was just the announcement. The rule won't be formally introduced until next year, likely at the end of January, at which time the EPA will have to open the rule up for public comment. So between sometime in January and sometime in March, we'll have 60 days to comment on the EPA website, raise holy hell, sign petitions, and get our representatives to try and stop this. So this is another reminder for all the folks at home. This is why elections fucking matter. Because you're going to be drinking shitty, polluted water. Yeah. And, you know, the Flint situation still isn't resolved, meanwhile. Right. It's amazing how government doesn't look out for water. You think that should be just a given in life. Like, we want clean air. We want clean water. We want clean Mm -hmm. food. We get alerted when lettuce is so dangerous. But Right. Well, it, it goes back to the fact that the people who have the money um, to buy tons of fucking bottled water, for example, don't care because they're not going to be impacted by this. But a significant number of middle class Americans will be. So we yeah. have to speak up about this. Mm-hmm. Do you think all upper class people drink bottled water only? No, 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 no. <laughs> definitely I could, not. <laughs> I mean, you could maybe argue that. I feel like because, you know, you get those big tubs of water delivered to your house every week or whatever whatever it is that people do. You do? I don't. Like <laughs> office buildings, too. Yeah. The doctor's office. Right. Water coolers. Yeah, stuff like, like that. the water coolers. But so the thing about those water coolers is they recycle those. You know, they're not, <laughs> they don't just trash them, or at least they shouldn't be. They're intended to be used more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. My point just is I seriously wonder if the rich will do something like that, like a water cooler in their home. I know people do it. I've seen people get home those things delivered. I just think people don't understand or don't realize that at some point, if this gets so bad that it, you know, is a problem that a large majority of America is going to have to deal with, we're going to run out of bottled water. There's not going to be enough. Like, look at what happens during hurricanes or natural disasters. The first thing to sell out at stores is water. Right. Exactly. You know, Andrew, you brought up Flint earlier, and I just wonder what um, the political response to this is going to be if all of a sudden a bunch of white people are being poisoned by their water. Right. I I bet that they're probably going to move a bit more quickly on that one than they did in Flint. Well, and that goes to something else I wanted to bring up. Is America going to riot over this? I hope so. I'll go to a protest about this. I live right on a body of water. We should. I mean, the first thing that everybody should be doing is keeping an eye out for when the EPA puts up its public comments, Mm -hmm. because that's that's open to everybody. And as far as I know, you can comment on that as many times as you want, although it's certainly more powerful to have, um, you know, more unique comments and stuff on there. But that's the way that we get this started. And if they proceed from there, we have to take this to the streets because Mm -hmm. we've already talked about on this show before. How I think it was a couple years ago, how a study found that most major cities east of the Mississippi River 
um, have lead <laughs> in the water. Mm. I mean, of course, Flint, the Flint crisis is very exaggerated, but they're finding these like trace amounts of toxins in everyone's water. This shouldn't be that difficult to deal with. Um, I did kind of want to ask everybody a little bit of a devil's advocate question, especially you, Andrew, because um, your boyfriend is, he was like raised by dairy farmers, mm-hmm. still very involved in the farm- farming industry. Do we understand the perspective of people working in agriculture who might find this Clean Water Act to be counterintuitive to their business? Um, do we understand it? Well, if it's affecting their business, I suppose so. But isn't there a better solution than polluting the water that people are drinking from? Yeah, I I agree with you on that. I'm just trying to understand from the perspective of like the farmer who is already getting fucked because of all of these trade tariffs that that Trump right. has gotten slapped on us. Um and I guess if you're, you know, if you're there kind of like in the zone and you're not thinking about the larger national implications, I could see why a rule like this would seem very cumbersome and counterintuitive to you. Right. So I think it's just good to understand the perspectives of people who are directly impacted one way or the other. It is. I would also say there's a real problem in this country and probably a problem in this world where we don't think about what's happening outside of our bubble. So whether you're a farmer or anyone else, you got to be considering the ramifications outside of your specific farm. Maybe you, Farmer Joe, aren't getting your drinking water from there, but other people are. And doesn't the thought of you spraying or getting pesticides in the water nearby kind of disgust you anyway? I would think a farmer is one with Earth and wants to protect Earth because they are growing things from the Earth. (laughs) Well, actually, that's a good point, because at some point, the water is going to be recycled back into the crops, and people don't want to be consuming things that have been dusted with pesticides, so... To me, I think any time the Trump administration rolls back anything with the word Obama, regulation, or environment in it, his supporters, no matter what it is, they'll be like, yeah, stick it to Obama. Screw you. They don't particularly care about the environment. They they want to just see everything Obama did undone. So st- all, this envir- all these environmental rollbacks that have happened over the past couple of years, they don't care because Obama did it. Yeah, agreed. I did want to take a quick break here just to say hi to some folks who've popped into our live stream channel over on the Millennial Discord. Um, So we've got Lady Hazuki, Zach, and Elvira in the room right now. Uh, Griff also just joined. Nice. Uh, They were commenting on your glasses, Andrew. Oh. They think that you look good, but they also think that you don't need them because you already look good. Wow, that is so nice. I didn't know, I know Pat was in that Discord channel as well. <laughs> He's bribing everybody to compliment you. <laughs> I'm downloading but seriously, the app now. Yeah, do it now. So, But seriously, I would be really interested to hear from Pat or even any of our listeners who have connections to uh, the farming industry to find out sort of like what the general consensus is about the Clean Water Act and how it might impact you know, your business and livelihood and things like that. For sure. On to some tech news now. So Facebook is giving us all another leak, another embarrassment for Christmas. Uh, On Friday, Facebook revealed that a software bug exposed the photos of up to 6.8 million users, including pictures that users had not even posted. So that's the fun twist about this one. They said that several third-party apps had gained access to a broader set of photos than usual for 12 days in September. And by several apps, they mean, well, only about 1,500. One of the third-party apps in question is WhatsApp. That's a popular communication app um, that is synced up with Facebook contacts. So the company said it would notify affected users and was working with app makers to ensure that any or all photos that had made it to their servers were promptly deleted. So what had happened was if you made a post on if you were writing a post on Facebook but then saved it as a draft, 
um, the photos were still stored, and that's what third-party apps still had access to, even though you hadn't released that post to the public. So um, this is a word to the wise and just another thing to remember in this digital era. Even if you upload and only save as a draft, remember Facebook or other social media apps uh, that you make drafts in will be holding on to that material. It's still sitting in their cloud. So don't save things as a draft. <laughs> that, that is today's lesson because uh, people might be getting access to them. The good news, I feel, is that nudes or other sensitive pics were likely not part of this breach since how many people are uploading nudes or other sensitive photos to their drafts and just leaving them in the drafts? <laughs> Probably not many people unless you intended on posting those, but why would you post your dick pics definitely, on Facebook? Definitely not me. I would never do anything like that. <laughs> As we see Laura <laughs> tapping through her drafts. I'm clear like, oh off. no, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some homework for everybody. Go to facebook.com slash settings and then there's an apps and website tab on the left and i'm trying this again this happened to me earlier today when i click this button it just loads a blank white page there's nothing not even the facebook logo so even if i wanted to check which applications have access to my facebook information i can't i guess this is a bug right now it's another facebook fuck up i've checked in two web browsers Mm. and, and neither of them will show me but I wonder anyway, if everybody's trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But anyway. It's working for me in the app. Okay. Maybe I need to try through the Facebook app. Mm-hmm. But the, the lesson here, over break, when you got some time to help lock down your Facebook account, check to see what apps have access to your Facebook. Apps like Spotify might. Other, any app where you have logged in via Facebook, they will have access to some of your data. So... Just something to keep in mind. Also thought on to <laughs> what? Elvira just posted in the Discord new Patreon benefit. Access to Laura's drafts on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Take a pick right now. What's in those drafts? That That is the uh, $75 tier. Elvira, I'll have you know. <laughs> I don't ever really. Do you two write drafts and like save them? Um, no. No. Oh, you know what? I've been doing that on Instagram. But that's like nothing that I wouldn't want public anyway. So if those got out, I'd just be like, okay, whatever. I have a couple of uh, Instagram drafts as well. But why do you just save them as drafts? What's your reason? Me? Oh, because I I don't know. I've been trying to be more active on on social media to kind of boost my brand a bit. This is the thing that employers want you to do now if you want to go into some aspects of journalism. So Mm -hmm. um, it's really easy to just think, okay, I'll just post like at least one thing a month on instagram you know it's like a super easy way to do it you want to see one yeah. of my drafts this actually yeah. g- kind of falls under the category of sexy pics Ooh, okay, i have this draft it. i'm not gonna say why it's a draft i'm gonna post it at some point but i'm waiting for the right moment check out this hot pic of me oh shit yeah that's, that's not sexy. a nude it almost looks like i am yeah yeah i have um this is just a photo I haven't posted from when we stopped at Seven Magic Mountains. Can you see that? Mm. Yeah. I saw a hot pic of you at Seven Magic Mountains. Oh, thanks. That you posted a few weeks ago. Yeah. Because you can't post all those at once. I mean, I guess you could, but you got to play the long game on uh, (laughs) social media. So, (laughs) Seven Magic Mountains is an art exhibit outside of Las Vegas. It's seven big rock pillars. Was it this one? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Rockstar over there. Thank you. Yeah. Album TBD. All right. Well, uh, to wrap up today's episode, we are going to do recommendations. This is another benefit or this is another change for the new year. We are doing recommendations every week. Everybody's doing them every week, starting now. Or else you're fired. Yeah. Mine is a recent discovery. It's called Just Crack an Egg. And this is a little cup. You get it in the grocery store and it comes with bacon bits chopped up cheese and diced potatoes and so it's all in this microwavable cup you have those ingredients in there already you pour an egg you crack an egg you pour it in or you take egg whites which i do pour it in you throw this 
cup. It's like size of a cup of ramen in the microwave. Couple minutes, boom, you have this delicious little omelet ready to go. It only took a couple minutes. It's delicious. If you're looking for a quick and easy and pretty healthy breakfast, just crack an egg, the product. That sounds pretty appealing. Do they have vegetarian-friendly options? Let's see. They have the... I see. This one has bacon. This one has ham. Rustic scramble. Turkey sausage. No, these are all for meat lovers. I'm sorry. Wow. These people are not uh, 2018 ready. <laughs> that is... <laughs> I'm just kidding. That is pretty... It sounds great. That is pretty crazy, though. Like, they can figure out something without meat in it. Right. Just don't put it in. Right. What's your recommendation, <laughs> Laura? My recommendation is a series on Netflix called Happy. Um, <laughs> it's really bizarre and twisted and kind of fucked up, but I really enjoyed it. So basically, it's Christopher Maloney, who those of you, those of you at home might recognize as being from Law & Order SVU. He was on that show for quite a long time. Um, this show puts him in an entirely different light than Law and Order did. Law and Order, you're used to seeing him as sort of the like stoic, very generic New York City cop. And in this, he's also a cop, but he's like a drunk and he's like real messed up. And his uh, a small child ends up getting abducted. And her imaginary friend, who is a purple unicorn named Happy, goes to find Christopher Maloney, <laughs> who, because he's like, drunk and possibly a drug addict thinks he's hallucinating at first and it's just about their adventures it's christmas themed um but it's just deeply fucked up and hilarious so highly recommend that okay and pam how about you well i feel like everybody is turning it into the christmas spirit by you know maybe watching some holiday movies and i had never seen this movie before but it came out a few years ago arthur christmas have either of you guys seen this no it's a kid's mm-hmm. movie and it's super cute. And so Santa has like the North Pole is like super high tech and kind of military like. And Santa has this one like super buff son and then this one like clumsy son. And when a present doesn't get delivered to one kid, the, you know, black sheep of the family has to go deliver the present before Christmas morning oh. to make sure that, you know, everything is good and the Christmas spirit is alive. I'm not selling it very well, but it's really cute. I laughed and I cried. So that's how you know. Aww. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I just got a sighting of your dog, Jasper. He walked by. Yeah, he's around. He, he knows that I'm not paying attention to him. So he's like, what's going on? Over you. <laughs> yes. So like Laura said, coming up in After Dark today, we're going to be looking back at the past year, both in the world and in our own lives. And we're going to look ahead to 2019 again in the world and in our own lives. So that'll be fun. Also got an email here about Canada goose. I brought up Canada goose a couple of weeks ago. So I want to address that. And also an addition of the number one more time. You two who are both staring at your phones right now. What the fuck? Put your, How did you know? Put your phones down. <laughs> this is why sometimes I'll be talking and they just ignore me because they're on their phones. No, this isn't why. I'm trying Talk. to entertain in the Discord. Well, entertain here on the podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to find a Christmas song because I see you called me out again. Yes. Surprise, Pam. <laughs> I thought since it's your first Christmas with Millennial, you can pick the outro song, a, a nice Christmas song for us to listen to. Aww. I feel like all the Christmas songs I'm into are sad. <laughs> well, um, okay. We'll try to find something happy. I'll pick a happy one. <laughs> Laura putting on her red panda costume looks great. <laughs> I only have the hat on right now. It looks. I'll put the whole. I'll put the whole thing on for after dark. What do you think? <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thank you everybody for listening. It's been another fun year here on Millennial. We have. Lots of exciting plans for 2019 and beyond. We're excited to implement them. The three of us are going to be chatting tomorrow uh, about some of those ideas and working on them over our break. Uh, We really appreciate your support, whether you're listening or you're a patron or you are uh, supporting us through our advertisers. We appreciate every, every way, every way that you support us. It means a lot that you listen and that you can continue to support us over the, over the years. So, Thank you very much. 
Yeah, seriously. Thank y'all for your support. We could not do this without you. Um, and it's definitely, it's been a year here at Millennial for sure. Um, just with like losing a couple of hosts and things like that. We just really appreciate everyone sticking with us through all of that. Um, we've still had a great time and we hope you have too. I'm really excited to see everyone next year. And as always, if you have any feedback about the show, what we can be doing better or, you know, if you want to suck our dick, we like that too. You can email us millennialshow at gmail.com or you can contact us through the contact form on the website, millennialshow.com um, or contact us through Patreon. All the ways we're there or our new Discord channel, which I'm excited to join and start hanging out in. Yeah. I just love... Be cool, Andrew. I just love... Be a cool kid. I will. I will. I'll do it right after we finish recording. <laughs> Pam, what is going to be our outro song? Ooh, let's do What Christmas Means to Me by Stevie Wonder. All right. Sounds good. Ooh, good choice. Thanks. What does it mean to you, Pam? No, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Candles burning low. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. And I'm Pamela. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Candles burning low. Lots of mistletoe. Lots of snow and ice. Everywhere we go. Choir singing carols right outside my door. All these things and more. All these things. Oh, that's what Christmas means to me, my love. And you know what I mean. I see a smiling face like a. Are you guys ready? Oh, that's hot. Isn't it cute? <laughs> You look great. <laughs> you do. I love it. It's got pockets, y'all. <laughs> you look so cozy. Somebody in the chat was like, wait until Laura discovers the pockets. I don't know why they said that, but... I like that that person knew it. <laughs> Carolyn said that. I can't wait until she discovers the tail and pockets. There's a tail? There's a tail? I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Well, get, I feel like I'm just grabbing my ass. Oh my god! <laughs> it has a tail. Uh, I love how you didn't know. <laughs> Is this truly the gift that keeps on getting? Oh my god! I can't wait to take pictures in this thing. You should surprise. Have you told you Mark yet? No. I, you I was going to say you should just like wait for him to open the door and not say anything yeah. he's yeah just he's coming like over for my there. birthday so when he comes in on my birthday i'm just gonna be wearing it and just lean up against the wall like hey babe <laughs> that is a birthday suit if i've ever seen one 